Hey guys, welcome to Polkibol. Today I'm going to talk about the great resignation. You guys must have heard about how everyone is quitting the jobs, uh, especially uh, in the US and uh, the, uh, in Europe. Uh, and of course, even in India, attrition is a huge problem for Indian companies, whether big or small, it doesn't matter. So here in this episode, I'm just trying to find out and trying to uh, understand that exactly why are people quitting the jobs? Why is attrition so high? And are there any historical parallels to what is happening right now? So mainly let me start with like, you know, what is my uh, what is the situation right now? The great they are calling it the great resignation because millions of workers in the US are quitting the jobs and some are not coming back to work and some are just leaving industries altogether like genuinely fed up of what they have been doing for years now and just making that career switch even in India right now lots of people are switching their jobs although I genuinely believe this is more related to the knowledge side of the economy the white collar people doing it people like you and me um, but I don't think it's happening on the blue collar side of things because they have been out of a job for like quite, quite a long time because of the lockdowns right so they aren't going out anywhere uh, there isn't any worker shortage in my uh, understanding in terms of blue collar workers and of course certain industries will have it different but in terms of white collar workers there is a huge challenge not of shortage per se in india but of of course attrition and attrition is never good what is attrition it's basically a number of people who leave your uh, company every year so my uh, my genuine belief is why is this happening you know before we are now that we have defined what is happening and suddenly why everything is happening all at once and how can companies actually do something to improve on that one my, my number one thing would be that hey man in the last two years during the lockdowns while there was a pandemic raging on killing millions i think we we had a apocalyptic background a backdrop to our work lives to our lives in general and we saw in this period of time that I don't think companies really care about us. I think we realize that we are being taken for a ride because we, we, we essentially firstly asked ourselves why, you know, and we, we asked ourselves, why are we doing whatever we are doing? And if there, there are things bigger than this PPT you're working on, this Excel sheet that you're working on, this project you are trying to plan, this, uh, you know, this thing that you're trying to execute, the boss you're trying to answer. Uh, the colleagues that you are arguing with, <laughs> I think, I think we we asked ourselves why are we doing this? You know, ये क्या है? क्यों है? इतना मागजमारी क्यों कर रहे हैं? And I think that is something uh, which everyone thought across the world at the same time. And most people realize that I think the why of your organization is not really clear. And if it's very clear, in some cases, it was just so that uh, you know so a certain group of people enriches themselves even more. What was it for the average worker out there, uh, you know, and I'm not even uh, get, go, uh, taking a communist stance over here. No, it's just fair practice, right? Like you always ask yourself, why am I doing whatever I'm doing? Even if you are a laborer or a soldier or a CEO or a president or whatever, everyone has a why. I think the why was taken away um, uh, with the backdrop of the pandemic uh, from us. Uh, we actually got time to sit and think and ask ourselves like, what the hell am I doing? And why the hell am I doing this? And I don't think many companies uh, across the world, I would say, have a very good why. 
you know you can have simon senek quotes which say oh it's not important what you're doing or how you're doing it's about the why you're doing it you can keep quoting it superficially but unless you have uh, like unless you put a genuine effort into solving that i don't think uh, it's it's go- uh, anything is going to come out of it and i think i think many companies uh, was uh, was seen to be completely unprepared for uh, this question which everyone asked implicitly if not explicitly that why are we doing this and i i think most of us realize that hey man a, a job is very transactional um it's it's not like because we saw that even in those tough times we still had to deliver uh, our timelines right we had to stick to our timelines we had to deliver our deliverables whatever they were and uh, we were like okay we, there is no compromise on this quarter so why not uh, why do i not make the most out of it which is why you see you know especially in the software world in the tech world software developers have like 10 11 offers at the same time it's called offer shopping you get one offer you go around uh, you know using that offer letter as a bargaining chip and because software developers are at such a premium nowadays they're so rare what happens is these people take the most advantage of it and companies have to shell out like to like literally double or triple of their existing salaries just to onboard that developer and there is no guarantee that person is going to stay for more than a year even more than 6 months because they might jump again and many of them you know like if you accept one offer the rest for uh, like 9 to 10 offers are just you know they they gone it's creating a lot of problems for companies who think they are going to get people to join but they're just not able to get people to join like that. there's a lot of short staffing in most places and this is going to continue for a while i believe and i also think uh, the fact that uh, that at least in india uh, both the waves of the pandemic came during uh, appraisal season in the crucial months of march april and may right i think that's uh, that, that completely screwed over employees big time completely screwed over employees big time and not to mention like we saw like certain companies have like the, the best ever years many companies suffered but many other companies uh, you know earned a lot of money during the pandemic you know and uh, at, uh, for what like there were there were people on pay cuts i have own, people of my own family uh, in my family were on pay cuts some of my family members lost their jobs okay like they were uh, they were in industries uh, like hospitality and entertainment like they completely lost everything but there were other industries you know uh, especially in the digital uh, digital space uh, uh, in e-commerce and everything they they were they were earning uh, billions of dollars the world's richest became even more richer and like unfathomably uh, unfathomably richer uh, in the last 2 years now i don't i don't have a problem with anyone else becoming rich okay that's none of my business you know more power to you i want to be fairly compensated for my hard work especially uh, in the context of which i have worked and i speak for uh, many people when i say this that's what i like, would like to believe and i think that has not happened i think many people felt hey man this is unfair and if it's going to be transactional i might as well get the best deal out of, of uh, out of this whole thing and i, I because your company has nothing uh, called as a work culture i might as well uh, make the switch and that is why your attrition rates are increasing and see uh, you can talk about all sorts of things about work from home i i have my own thoughts on them uh, I'll, I'll 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 lay them out in a separate podcast but let me just tell you when you are working from home there is very little minimum there's minimal contact from the company there is zero personality of the company coming through from a laptop screen okay of course uh, it's not zero it's like but it's it's a highly diminished like what do you know about a company's work culture unless you actually sit in their office feel the electricity run through you uh, in terms of like energy not actual electricity like that would be a danger <laughs> but i would say 
like it's it's not it's not the full experience you know once again it just becomes if you see work from home then becomes like hey man it's an online project i open my laptop i get on some screen uh on a call with people via zoom ms teams google meet doesn't matter what it is and i just do things and then i go to sleep what exactly is the role of the company's mission playing over here how exactly are you motivating people what exactly are you giving them more than the salary that you're giving them and the tools to work have we not been converted into factory workers working on the assembly line the only time i'm not working during the day is when i'm having food breakfast lunch dinner and then the other times of course like i'm lucky enough i work in an organization that actually gives me time to live my life but that was not always the case and i believe that was uh, that's the same problem many people faced that they, they they just did not have time they just didn't have the time to do anything so everyone was like hey you know what like if we are going to and it's not like work from home has helped people's times okay for some of you yes uh, work has decreased some of you would never want to see an office again but that's not how it works that's not how it works we will have to go back to office but if people are now like hey you know what if i want to go back to office i might as well go back to the office of my choice you know so that is another reason people are quitting you know there were there are many people who just love work from home because they were like you know what i don't dislike my boss but he, uh, that that my but my boss is more bearable from a screen and not in person i literally know a person like that he, his literal answer was this i love work from home because i don't like my boss and i don't get to see him and it makes me feel a little better that's the reality we are living in that's that's what's happening i mean that's crazy if you ask me uh, that's no sustainable way to live life but anyway um, that's another reason people are quitting it's become transactional i also feel it's a generational thing now before i delve into the whole generational part right i would like to talk, i would like to uh, like refer to like a past event like a great event not in a good way it was big and it was devastating it was called the black death it happened in the 14th century in the 1300s mid 1300s um it was like it it was it was it was there across the world uh, definitely in asia and definitely in europe the black death uh, was a pandemic which killed like 60% of europe if i am not wrong that's a, that's a huge number back then we didn't have vaccines we did not have any uh, medical facilities even comparable to what we have right now so people died lots of people died unfortunately but what happened at the end of it those who survived it's like the worker base was absolutely obliterated like there were like back then if your if your farm had like you were a feudal lord and you had like 10 workers on your field assume for the sake of mathematics easy mathematics you had 10 workers you had now like had 3 or 4 or 5 less than that sometimes now because the poorer people were more likely to die of a virus right so suddenly these remaining survivors right these people have a a very strong bargaining chip now they are like listen you used to pay these 10 people say 100 bucks now it's just the three of us we are going to work harder you know uh we need more than what you are giving me right now what you used to give me right now otherwise we are not going to work now how does civilization work if people are not ready to come together and play their roles right so that caused a huge shift uh that kind of led to a lot of social change people at the bottom of the pyramid started gaining a lot of power okay 
and that's how many feudal societies started crumbling uh, many mon- uh, monarchies started crumbling it took a few hundred years but by like the 1600s and the 1700s revolution was on its way in europe you know and uh, of course the last i would say european country uh, one of the last major european countries to see the fall of monarchs was uh, russia uh, in uh, 80 uh, in uh, 19 uh, 1918 like after the second after the first world war of course which they lost but my whole point is that throughout history there have been uh, times when you know the shift of uh, the the power balance has shifted and i think this is one of those times i think this is one of those times where workers at least for the next decade or so are going to define how work happens rather than employers that's my belief i know i know it's a very uh, uh, I, i may be stretching on this one but i feel of course it's not comparable the black death and the pandemic but then again please remember i've always said this if the pandemic would have happened in 2010 instead of 2020 we would have all gone back to office and they wouldn't have uh, made a bigger deal out of this but this time uh, and erroneously so it was a big deal erroneously so technology saved us digital saved us that you know it saved countless lives that's that's what i believe but for the sake of commerce i think we would have all been sent across and that's and deep down each one of us knows that that, that would our lives have been respected with this backdrop with such things going on and when it happens again if it ever happens again i hope not will we be respected then or will we be sacrificed to the altar of uh, the pnl the balance sheet is that is that what's going to happen so th- that is, that that makes you question you know like should i even be loyal to a, f- a company that makes you question speaking of loyalty i think this is also a generational change uh, we have one generation above us at least in india uh, that was like hey you know what i'm going to enter a company i'm going to stay there i'm going to stay there for the rest of my life if possible and they did it it was very noble it was well respected and that's great but i don't think that's how things work uh, in today's day and age um i don't i don't think uh, i think we are all uh, i i think there is of course a huge psychological difference between the previous generation and the current one uh, there is also a huge difference in terms of opportunity the previous generation didn't have as many options they had like 10 companies and if you got into them and of course the one government uh, like a government is one massive monolith uh, if you if you got in either of those 10 15 uh, places and you were set for life right and if if not you had you didn't have much of a choice your universe was confined to your company uh, not today today uh, we are very lucky we can work across borders across continents and across time zones everything um and i i i genuinely believe uh, that that gives you that advantage like if you have that option why won't you take it you know so uh, the, the, and and of course i think and the last two years just underlined that why should i not just jump you know and there are many people you know if you speak to them they'll they'll realize that uh, loyalty is not being rewarded like if you're in a company for 4 5 years and then suddenly some other dude comes up and that dude comes up with a 30 40 50% hike 100% hike and that person is suddenly earning more than you do and he's on your same level now you gave 4 years to the company what did you get in return you know and that's a very sad thing that's a very sad thing it it because it all then boils down to that you know uh, i many cases it happens not in every case but i think companies need to uh, start rewarding loyalty too that you know you just can't w- walk in into my office 
uh on my level and start earning more than me when i have given more to the company you know of course it shouldn't be about tenure it should also be about performance but if if performance levels are decent why not reward them more why 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 are the purse strings being loosened when we are threatening to leave like that's a toxic relationship don't you think that we are being you know bribed into staying back or joining something money will never be uh the primary decision maker after a point of time after a point of time you grow up after a point of time and the real movers and shakers in any organization the uh the people driving major projects they are not uh, going to be swayed by money after a point of time it becomes meaningless for most people so i'll end where with with what i had started it is mainly about why why are you doing this you know and the companies that genuinely define their why more clearly to their employees will be able to stave off attrition it's always good to have like a retention budget and great hikes and everything but being a more sane more planned more fair more flexible organization is where you're going to win give people a choice whether they want to you know come to office or not come to office we we have we have proven work can be done both ways you know we 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 keep congratulating people uh, co- congratulating companies saying wow you managed to keep your lakhs of employees at home and the work still didn't get affected in fact you performed much better uh, on the share market on uh, in your books and everywhere you know you you performed much better good for the companies i say that's we are we are generating value for employees but who's going to congratulate the employees for and uh, award them and reward them for all the sacrifices they made in the last couple of years who's going to do that there are no there are no companies without people and i think most uh, corporations sometimes forget that and i think a great the great resignation is a very stark reminder that you can't do anything without people as they say the most important piece of of an aircraft is the pilot so i'll just end it on that note and i hope you guys have a great week take it guys that was polkebol